when he writes songs for from other people's perspective, sometimes it's a lot easier to uh, to put things down on paper because you are seeing it from an objective view. What's really good? Welcome back to another episode of Fade. I am your host, Robert John Boyle. And what I find really interesting about the voice message that we are about to hear is that it's a prime example of how disparate and distinct sources of inspiration can be for a particular song from um, an experience that a friend had all the way to decades in genres of music that we grew up on. What you're about to hear is Blake McLean talking about one of his very recent singles, Don't Blame Me. Let's jump right in. So it's funny because Don't Blame Me is one of those songs that I wrote in under 15 minutes, which if you talk to artists or songwriters, the vast majority of the time, their favorite songs that they've written are ones that they've either A, written in under 15 minutes, or B, ones that have like come to them in their dreams, and they've woken up in the middle of the night and quickly grabbed their phone and sang a melody into it or, or wrote something down you know, in their notes. Um, so the reason that everything kind of came together so quickly, though, with this one is because I had already known in my head that I wanted to write a summer kind of like banger vibey song with um with a little bit of an an edge to it I just didn't know how it was gonna happen (laughs) so with that idea marinating in my brain um suddenly something happened in my life that just perfectly coincided with that idea and what had happened was is a friend of mine came to me he had been in a relationship for the past six months and um, he was one of my best friends and he had stopped showing up to my house and he was heavily, heavily, heavily involved in this relationship. Well, as it turns out, the girl was seeing other people while she was seeing him. She had been pretty much just using him for uh, for financial stability, if that makes sense. And he didn't have enough to give her financial stability so it just absolutely broke him and even to this day it's it's very sad she's still um still mooching off of him and still uh still expecting something from him and he's still caught up in it but at the time the blinders were gone and he finally realized what everyone had been telling him for you know, the past couple months that she's just using you, man, you need to get out of that situation. It's not a good situation to be in. 
And so he comes over to my house and he sits down and he talks to me. He's like, man, I'm just so angry about all of this. And I said, I'll tell you what, let's write a song. Let's do like an Ed Sheeran, you can go love yourself feel, but really drive it, you know? And so it's a go screw yourself, but without actually saying it. And how do you actually do that? So I told him to just start talking. And he just started telling me about all the things that she did and everything that he's been going through. And I just started writing lyrics down. And it's funny when you, when you write songs for, from other people's perspective, sometimes it's a lot easier to, uh, to put things down on paper because you are seeing it from an objective view. Uh, so everything came down really quickly and the melody just sort of snapped into my head. And again, I already knew what I wanted to do production wise. So it only took me to record it. It only took me, you know, 15 minutes to write it, but to record it and produce it took me about a day and a half. Um, on the production side of things, that's kind of where it gets really fun and really interesting because that's what makes a song, in my opinion, really stick out. So I threw some nice, like, uh, melodically and and tone-wise, the guitars reminded me of, like, Duran Duran. And then I sort of shaped it after that song, uh, The Middle by Zed. And then to go even farther into it, like, I... um, I actually used like some ACDC chords on the hook and I used, you know, those big, uh, big like stadium drums on the, on the hook as well. And threw that cowbell into the very end with that plate reverb on the vocal to give it that nice, just stadium eighties vibe, which I'm such a nerd for. I love that stuff. I know a lot of people really dislike eighties music, but I think it's cool. I'm, I'm all about bringing that you know, massive snare drum back. I think, I think we need to do it. But, um, so yeah, that's, that's gotta be one of my favorite songs. And actually one more note, it's, it's kind of funny that end bit where you hear it kind of fall out and you hear that plate reverb in the, in the cowbell, um, come in. I actually got that idea from a Foxy Shazam song called Wannabe Angel, where they go into this, um, they go into almost the exact same kind of thing. And if you ever go back and listen to it, you'll hear it. But uh, yeah, it's Don't Blame Me is, to this day, probably the most fun song I've written, and I'm so excited to play it live for people and just see how people react, because I think that it's going to create a different atmosphere than what audiences are currently used to, and I think that's a good thing.
Thank you for listening all the way until the end. If you want to find Blake on Instagram, you can search at Blake McLean underscore. That is Blake McLean with one C underscore on Instagram. The song is called Don't Blame Me. You can find it anywhere that you listen to music. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.